Welcome everybody to the Mets News Podcast, where we talk all things Mets and anything I feel like talking about. Now, today's episode will mostly focus on Robinson Cano's suspension. This will be a very quick episode, probably around 6 to 10 minutes, maybe 13. Um, if you, you will get my full reaction next Saturday when I have a very special guest coming on. I will be releasing that on my Twitter and Instagram shortly. Anyway... Robinson Cano has been suspended. Let's read the Commissioner Rob Manford. The Commissioner's Office of Major League Baseball announces today that New York Mets second baseman Robinson Cano has received a 162-game suspension without pay after testing positive for a PED substance that was in violation of Major League Baseball's Joint Drug Prevention and Treatment Program. The suspension of Robinson Cano, who was previously suspended for a violation on... On May 15th, 2018, will be a 162-game suspension without pay starting at the beginning of the 2021 regular season. So basically what that means is the New York Mets, you know, this is a blessing in disguise. I will get, I will list out the points why it is a blessing in disguise on my next episode. But I think tonight is very fitting that we just talk about what this means for Robinson Cano's legacy. Yes, we'll get into why I think this is a blessing in disguise with the Mets for a little bit, but let's be honest, we don't want to do that. This isn't going to be a rant and rave episode. I Again, this is Brody Van Wagenen's legacy, however you want to look at it. And um, there's nothing you can tell say to me or tell me, you know, you're wrong in this case. If you don't think this is on Brody, if this is good for Brody's legacy as a general manager. This is Brody Van Wagenen's trade. This is his stain on the on the organization. Just like Omar Manaez was Jason Bay. You could argue Carlos Beltran. I'd say Jason Bay was a stain on uh, Omar. Just like Sandy had Cess, uh, Cespedes. Shouldn't call him Cess. I don't know. Um, so this is his stain. You know, Cano... This is the end. In my opinion, this is the end. And yes, I will get into this more in the coming days. But you know what? I'll say this. This is a freaking disgrace. An absolute disgrace that Robinson Cano, number one, he's lost almost $36 million if you count his 2018 suspension of 80 games. So, you know what? This helps the Mets in a lot of ways. So I'm not pissed off about it. But if you're going to ask me how I personally feel about, you know, Robinson Cano, you know, not a Hall of Famer anymore, a freaking, you know, he, he lost everything here. And you know what? You know, I, I, I just don't know why he did this. I really don't. I, I just, it boggles my mind on why he would do this. And you know what? I, I know a lot of people listen to this and say, well, he's over dramatic, and he's just a stupid kid or a stupid fan. And everything, but I think we all can agree on this one thing. This one time, I am right. You know, I'm not being over dramatic at all. I'm just, I'm not. You can't tell me I'm being over dramatic because I think this is the end of Robinson Cano's tenure in a Met uniform. He'll be 39 years old when the suspension is up. 39 years old. That's not a spring chicken. You know, there is 40 million left on his deal, so he may come back. I hope he retires. I really, truly do hope he retires. Um, but I don't think he will. You know, he has to recoup He has to recoup that money. Um, you know, this is on Brody, 100%. This is Brody Van Wagenen's 
legacy in a nutshell. Let's be honest. This is Brody Van Wagenen's career in a nutshell. Um, he brought these guys in. You could say it's the Edwin Diaz trade. To me, it's the Ramsey Canel and Edwin Diaz trade. They came together. So, you know, they came together to New York. Didn't work out. Diaz is, we're still going to leave him unopened. But Cano is a failure. And we lost Jared Kelnick, who is going to be, I was talking to a few Mariners people. And they told me, and they told me just from watching his film, that he is going to be a future superstar. They, they think he could be the next Ken Griffey Jr. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But you know what? You just don't give away a generational talent. And yes, this does free up second base. You can have Jimenez at third, McNeil at second, Rosario at short. If you don't trade Rosario, um, Dom Smith at first, and Pete Alonso at the DH spot. That's a great infield. And JT Realmuto behind the plate is a great infield. I mean, how could you not say that's a great infield? And... You know what? You move Brandon Nimmo to left and you find a center fielder. Maybe that's George Springer. Maybe that's not George Springer. We, you know, it's just beautiful to have this conversation about money, but that's not what we're talking about. The Mets significantly get better without Robinson Cano. They, they, they significantly, you know, they have 24 million to spare. You can spend that on, uh, what's his name? Jay. What's his name? What what's his name? Uh, the Yankee second baseman, DJ LeMahieu. Uh, it's very late, guys, so I apologize. You can spend that on LeMahieu. The Yankees actually have competition for LeMahieu now. Uh, that that money could go to, towards Trevor Bauer. So we we don't really know. You know, this really benefits the Mets in many ways. I I don't think we can deny that. What I will argue with here about Robinson Cano's legacy as we close out this episode. It is a freaking shame that he decided to waste his career. There's no way he's getting into Cooperstown now. You could make the case that, hey, Robinson Cano is coming back from an injury. He wanted to be his best in 2018. David Ortiz failed the drug test in 2003. So, and he's going to get in because he was a nice guy. Robinson Cano does great things for the Dominican Republic and the Latin baseball players. So, you know, he would have gotten in. He's a nice guy. He's not going to get the 3,000 hits now. I can believe me, believe you me, he's not getting the 3,000 hits. That's a shame, too, because, you know, they would have just swept it under the rug. He's not Roger Clemens or a Barry Bonds that was, let's be honest, a dick, you know. But there's no Hall of Fame for him. There really isn't. And it's a shame because I think Robinson Cano would have been a great, I think he would have been a Hall of Famer. He would have went in as a Yankee. And it's a shame. It really, truly is a shame. Um, again, this benefits the Mets. It gives us twenty-four million dollars. This trade is a freaking is officially a failure now. Um, and that's it. It's just a sad day. It it's a good day for Mets fans. It's a good day for Sandy Alderson because I don't think Sandy Alderson wanted Robbie on the team anyway. So I guess in a sense, it's a good day if you really want to be honest. It's a really good day, but it's a sad day because. We just lost a surefire Hall of Famer. And he may never play again. I, I could see him getting released. I don't want him to get released. Actually, I do want him to get released, but... You know, he he's never going to play again. Let's be honest. At he's, If he comes back... If I was Robbie, I'd just hang it up. Maybe if I hang it up and don't serve the suspension... Maybe I get some sympathy votes with the Hall of Fame... 
But again, he has to recuperate recuperate the $36 million he blew in 2018 and 2020. If the combined number, $36 million on the dot. And it's a shame. I, I don't really know what else to say. Other than the fact that the Mets benefit. And that's it. Robbie doesn't benefit. Robbie doesn't benefit at all. So that's the breaking news. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys subscribe to my platforms. And I hope you're all staying safe out there. I have a huge guest coming on for my next episode. Can't wait to tweet that out. We're just working out a time for when he can come on. Very good big guy in the sports world for the New York Giants football. But I'm very excited to have him on. And that's it, guys. Stay safe. Have a good one. And uh, stay safe out there, guys. Happy holidays.